Ace Podcast. Nobody rats on Little Caesar. See? There it is. Experimental robot 23. He's really something, Professor. I want you to look everywhere for a girl named Janet Corning. Janet Corning. Five feet, five inches, uh, brown hair. Brown eyes and the cutest little dimples you ever saw. Brown eyes and the cutest little... I mean, she has prominent dimples. This is Wisecrack's Radio Hour. Join us as we follow quantum scientists Chuck and Wagner through their adventures as they try to get back home to the year 2017 and listen in as they riff on classic radio. Nickelnacks. Man, I haven't had these since I was a kid. I think they stopped making them sometime in the 70s. But there's a whole bowl of them on Rosie's desk upstairs. Oh, yeah, it's Halloween. Yeah, Rosie said kids will be coming by for candy all day. They did it last year. I don't know where they're coming from, but she's got Welch's Nut Fudge, Vanilla Jitneys. You ever had a Vanilla Jitney? Never. Ooh, you got to try one. She's got all kinds of this vintage candy up there. Well, it's not vintage now, but it, you know, it is to us. I think I'm going to gain a few pounds today. Don't get sick. We need to knock out a few of these tapes. I can't help it. I haven't had candy this good in years. You know, it's kind of great living in a time before high fructose corn syrup and artificial sweeteners. I'm a bit nostalgic myself. I used to love Halloween. It was good, innocent fun, dressing up in those funky plastic masks. I'm kind of excited about seeing all the trick-or-treaters tonight. Remind me to stop and pick up some candy after work. Will do. What's our first tape today? Let's see. Well, how timely. It's a ghost hunt. Nice. Get the door, would you? Suspense. Tonight, Ghost Hunt, a suspense play. Produced and directed by Anton M. Leader. Assistant producer, Anton M. Follower. And now, Ralph Edwards, in a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. Didn't that leave you high, huh? Left me feeling treetop tall. That was Louis Armstrong's I Can't Give You Anything But Love. And that's all we have time for on the Hot and Mellow Hour tonight. Stay tuned for the Cold and Anxious Hour. Yes, Coming up next. Yes, yes, this is Smiley Smith, your favorite disc jockey. I hope, I hope, booting the Hot and Mellow Hour home for this evening. 
I'll be back again tomorrow night, minus the music, but with a little surprise for you. Tomorrow night, Friday night, as you know, is stunt night here at station WXP, and have I got a stunt for you. Last week, if you remember, I planted my wire recorder in the steam room at a lady's Turkish bath. And OMG, Perf. Remember? <laughs> well, tonight, as soon as I leave the studio, do you know where I'm going? Hmm? Your friend Smiley is going to spend the night in a haunted house on a spook hunt. A what? A spook hunt in a haunted house. I'm bringing my little old wire recorder along with me, and if you tune in tomorrow evening at this time, you'll learn what it's like to spend a night in a haunted house. Ain't that something? (laughs) A real haunted house. No kidding. Four people are known to have committed suicide there. After listening to the Smiley Smith Show... ...with your old pal Smiley, I must be crazy, Smith. Good night. Care for a cigar, Mr. Thorpe? I got some cigars in the dash there. The dash? Oh, well, no reason for you to carry a chip on your shoulder, Mr. Thorpe. Yeah, really? just put it in the dash. Well, I don't like this fool stunt. Well, I don't see it as a fool stunt at all. I really I don't. I pity the fool. I think it's the only way you're going to unload this house. Ordinary selling methods won't work in a case like this. Now, don't forget the reputation saddling this house. Four suicides since 1939. You know what people call it. The death trap. Yes. It's a lot of nonsense. Sure. Nonsense? I convince people of that. Anyway, when this disc jockey offered me this chance to kill all the rumors about the death trap... About the property, I just naturally jumped and took him up at it. Especially since it don't cost a cent. That's why it's nonsense. I'm not liable for a penny. Not a cent. Nonsense. Favor letting him use the place, he said. Thank me for the chance last night when I drove him out here. So one end washes the other, as the feller says. He got a chance to pull off a stunt, and the wire recording will prove the people the property is A number one, and we increase the chance of selling the place. This guy hasn't seen well, poltergeist, has he? As long he? as it doesn't cost me anything. Not a thing. He's using his own recorder, and I'm paying for the rental of a couple of walkie-talkies he hooked up to. You could rent walkie-talkies? Uh, what about this, uh, Reed? Does he charge anything? He comes gratis, too. Dr. Reed is a, uh, whatchamacallit, a psychic investigator. I've heard it both ways. To a couple of societies that do nothing but hunt ghosts. Who are you going to call? He showed me articles he's written about it in a magazine. Uh. Well, here's the house. Yeah, looks real nice in the sunshine, don't it? Yeah, man, smell that sea breeze. That's my old spice. to sell me. Well, let them know we're here. Special delivery. Yeah. Probably asleep up all night and everything. Well, earlier he said he was high. <laughs> Why don't they come out? Do you think they've gone? Well, I told him last night I'd pick him up around 11. Uh, Smith! Alan! Smith! Steve! Hey, Smiley! Dr. Reed! They call me! Dr. Reed! Calling Dr. Reed! We better go in and wake him up. Must have been some rave. Of course, they may have taken the bus back to town. Oh, no, no. It's a two-mile hike to the main highway. Maybe they went to get some churros. Mm. Uh, Smith! Hey, uh, Smiley. Where are you? Wake up. Come on, bro. I bought churros. I suppose, uh, do you? Oh, no, no. Uh, Smith, uh, Dr. Reed. Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. Clicking noise from in there. 
I think it's a bomb. Get Jack Bauer. Well, it's his wire recorder. He left it running. Huh. These machines cost a lot of money. They're not nine cents. Here, up his batteries. Well, where is he and where's this reed? Maybe they're upstairs. Uh, Smith! Hey, anybody home? Time for a tap dancing number. They must have walked to the highway and taken the bus. Well, he wouldn't have left his machine. He well, can't sleep without it. Then? Where are they? Oh, now, now, don't get excited, Mr. Thorpe. Don't tell me not to get excited. I'm so excited. If something's happened to them in my house, I'm liable. Well, you try this side. I'll try that one. All right. Uh, Smith. Hey, Smiley. Smith. Smith. Oh. McDonald. Had a farm. No, what? What it? Oh. No. Ree. Dr. Ree. No, no, don't touch him, Mr. Thorpe. You'll get your hands off. Look. Blood. Is he dead? I can still feel his pulse. We better get him to hospital fast. Not dead yet. Feeling much better. Oh, another tap dancing number. Uh, care for a cigar, Mr. Thorpe? They're in the dash. Well, why not try to relax? The nurse said Reed would be all right as soon as he's had a blood transfusion. You told the radio station to be sure and call us as soon as they had any word about Smith? Yes, I told them. Uh, why don't you sit down? No, oh, I'm all at sixes and sevens. What? What's that mean? Sixes and sevens? No, no, just a second. Just as soon as I can get this, this recorder set up. You don't suppose Smith and Reed got into a fight, do you? I'm insured by Smith and Reed. A fight? I don't know. Well, what's wrong? Won't it work? Yeah, it works. Uh, take it easy. Yeah, one, calm three. down. Testing. One, two, three. Sibilance. Sibilance. One, two, three. All set, Dr. Reed? Mr. McDonald? Hey? Okay, here we go. <clears throat> this is Smiley Smith speaking. Smiley Smith, the ghost hunter. I saw Ghost Hunter open up for Iron Maiden. Turn out to be a success for the sake of the program or a failure for my own sake. Anyway, all the preparations have been made now, and it's up to the spooks. I better tell the you, CIA. You are right now, Weird. standing on the lawn of a house about 12 miles above Malibu Beach. The ocean is 100 feet away, straight down. The house is perched on a cliff, and there's a sheer drop of about 100 feet right into the old Pacific. Maybe you can hear the surf pounding. I'll turn up the volume. <laughs> the ocean has volume control? <laughs> hear it? Now, I'm going to have you meet two gentlemen who are here with me. Incidentally, we're the only people around. From this one's Dr. First, Jekyll, like and this one's Dr. Mr. Hyde. Clarence Reed of the British and American Psychical Research Guilds. Dr. Reed is a famous investigator of uh, psychic phenomena. Never heard of him. I'm very honored to be associated with him on this ghost hunt. He's smiling in an embarrassed sort of way. You're much too kind, Mr. Smith. Dr. Reed has conducted experiments in this field with such great believers in spiritualism as Oliver Lodge and Arthur Conan Doyle. He looks a bit like Santa Claus. He's short and stocky. You don't object, do you, Dr. Reed? <laughs> uh-huh. He just made the naughty list. No, no, indeed. And he has a magnificent white beard, a truly great beaver. <laughs> what? What? He what he saying? That he got out of a sick bed this evening to be with us. <laughs> Excuse me. My lungs... Mm-hmm. I was uh, gassed in the First World War. Yeah. Light a match. Uh, anyway, Dr. Reed and I are here on the lawn looking at the house. Well, we're not in the studio using sound effects, if that's what you were thinking. Now. Seems to be a rambling sort of house, two stories high. Since it was built, there have been four suicides here. Is that right? Uh, that's right. Uh, in, into the mic, please. Oh, yeah. 
Four suicides since 1939. I better tell them who you are so they won't think you're a ghost. Oh. <laughs> Standing with the doc and me is a real estate agent, Mr. Charles McDonald. He handles his property, and he can tell you a lot more about it than I can. Well, the house was built by a man named Marcus. Toby Marcus, an orange grower. Well, who cares what color he was? A for his wife. A month after they moved in, she took her own life. On the day of her funeral, he committed suicide the same way. There have been two other cases since then, and did, I... Did they all uh, jump into the ocean? Yeah, yeah, all four of them, right over there. Well. The last one was actually seen doing it about three years ago. He was seen running like all get out the edge of the cliff, and he was shouting and laughing and yelling as though there was people at his side running right along with him. You kidding? Huh? You think that's funny? He was laughing and yelling and running, and when he got to the edge, uh, right over there, huh? he jumped and never came above water. <laughs> as good an argument against Cole Baz as ever I've heard. <laughs> Dad joke. Uh, since then, people just refused to live in this house. Silly, I call it. Anyway, if you and Dr. Reed find any sign of a spook, I'll advise the owner to pull the house down and rebuild. But if you don't find anything, I'm hoping this will convince folks that here's a real buy. Yeah, okay, Mr. Smith, you and the doctor are on your own. I'll be by in the morning to pick you up around 11. Yeah, bring some donuts, will you? I hope there's something left for you to pick up in the morning. <laughs> oh, that's smiley. Well, it's almost pitch black, folks, and I guess Dr. Reed and I ought to begin... I don't believe in ghosts. Well, ghosts don't believe in you either. If you're dead set on looking for them, this is a dandy place to do it. So long. Take luck. Mr. McDonald just checked out. And then there were two. Well, three. Hmm? Oh, my dog, yeah. Uh, folks, I have my dog, Jeff, with me. He's a wire-haired terrier, three years of age, and he can talk. Yeah, say hello, Jeff. Come on, Jeff, say hello. Come on. Hello. Well, uh, anyway, he's a wire-haired terrier, and he's three years old. Uh, shall we go inside now, Dr. Reed? I was about to suggest it. Now, uh, how do we hunt ghosts, Doctor? How do we do it, huh? Here, ghost, 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 ghost. If there should be any in the house. They will come to us. Yeah, I brought some I'll ghost treats, see? And please, not ghosts. Do not refer to them as ghosts. We know them as apparitions. Ah, political correctness has hit the spirit world. Where ghosts are concerned, I say live and let live. Yeah, we don't want to trigger a bleeding heart ghost. Well, we've opened the front door now. Maybe you heard the hinge squeak a little. Now we're standing here looking in. Can't see much. <laughs> Smells sort of musty and damp. I told you that's my old spice. What's the matter, Jeff? What's the matter, boy? Jeff. Oh, come on now. Come on. My dog seems to object to entering this house. He has all four feet braced and he's straining against the leash. Perhaps he senses something we don't. Like apparitions, maybe? Perhaps. No, ghosts. Not unusual. Animals lack the veneer of sophistication we humans possess. Except when they're playing poker. Sensitive to such ammunition. Yeah, come on, Jeff. Now, stop this nonsense. He probably smells a mouse or rat or something. Come on, Jeff. We're going in whether you like it or not. Yeah, regardless of emanations. Well, there's a short entrance hall, and over there at the end of it is a flight of stairs leading to the second floor. That's yeah. usually where stairs on the first floor lead. Over here at the left is what seems to be a large reception room. I got me a room, and it's as big it's as a, a well. well. There are windows over there, French windows, and through them I can see the ocean. The electricity hasn't been turned on, so all I have to see by is a flashlight. Not a very powerful one at that. Dr. Reed is now adjusting his walkie-talkie. It's hooked up to my recorder so that he can cut in while he's hunting and tell us what he's found. Gotcha. Here's a few words from Doc before he sets forth on his investigation through the house. Ladies and gentlemen... <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Mr. Smith has introduced me as a ghost hunter. He spoke, I think, in a spirit of skepticism and, and levity. Speak English, man. I'd like to assure you all that my purposes here are serious. I have spent my entire life seeking reliable proof of the appearances of apparitions. Mm. 
Have you ever seen any, ever? Only Bigfoot. Phenomena which lead me to believe in the possibility Phenomena. of existence, although I have never seen any. He found some ghost poop one time. I myself sensitive to the evidence of their existence. This house, for example, affects me profoundly. It doesn't seem to affect you in the same way. I'm not too happy about all this, if that's what you mean. You are not psychic and therefore not sensitive to these matters as I am. Psycho? It's more like imagine it. Imagine the question in the minds of those of you listening to us is, shall we find apparitions? I don't know. But I feel they are here and that they are evil. I sense danger. Highway to the danger zone. Dr. Reed's leaving the room now to make a tour of the house. First thing I'm going to do is open the windows and let some fresh air in. Oh, talk about gas. Ah, it feels better already. Cooler, anyway. I know that. Out! What was a bat? A bat. <laughs> that was Lady Gaga. That's what that was. A bat, not a bird. I didn't actually see it. Just its, its shadow as it fanned my face. There it is again. It touched me as it passed. <laughs> Jeff! 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 Come back here! Jeff, you fool dog! Come back here! Dr. Reed? They call me Dr. Dr. Reed. Dr. Call Reed. it Dr. Reed. Reed speaking. What is it, Smith? Uh, Jeff has run off. My dog, he, he jumped through the window and ran off. Oh, so? I told you he sent something about this house, didn't I? Yeah, you want to come and see if you can determine what it was exactly that set him off? It was probably so, Lady Gaga. I'm making my way slowly up the stairs toward the second floor now. I'm halfway up. I'll be down with you soon. Uh, folks, my dog's run away. You probably heard him howling. He jumped through the window and took off. Never did anything like that before. Frightened by the bat, I guess. Or Gaga. Personally, alone here in this big room, I can understand how he must have felt. This isn't a cheerful spot by any means. I may not be psychic, but I sure have a feeling this house doesn't want us here. Read again. <coughs> Excuse me. I have something of great interest to report. Bigfoot stole my old spice. On the second floor, trying to recover my breath. As I reached the head of the stairs, I felt what I think is a definite psychic manifestation. I felt suddenly as though I had been punched in the solar plexus. That's the only way I can describe it. At the same time, I began to perspire. That was just gas. Probably from the churros. Slightly, and I have difficulty in swallowing. My pulse rate is around 110 in a minute. The sense of evil is very strong. I feel very, what shall I say, profoundly depressed. Do you want me up there? Uh, no, I prefer to remain up here alone. The presence of a disbeliever such as you might interfere with my investigation. You might hush my I... mellow, dude like you to get a picture of what it's like here. Anybody got a camera? It's very quiet, for one thing. I've never been in such a quiet place. And it's pretty dark. No light except my flashlight. Tell you what, you go now and douse all the lights you have on. Go ahead, put out the lights, and that'll give you a clearer feeling. Who's he talking to anyway? Go ahead, put out the lights. Hey, did, did you hear that? <laughs> Real estate agent told me I'd probably hear rats and mice in the walls. Well, I can certainly hear them now. Even you can hear him, I think. It's as though... Dr. Reed speaking. I've been working my way toward the front room, the one directly above the one in which Mr. Smith is now. The vibrations have become stronger and more and more pronounced as I approach it. I think I am on the verge of an important discovery. Totally the churros. Did you get that? Maybe he found a personality. That'd be a discovery. In the room above. I don't suppose you can. Have a try anyway, huh? Hear him? I hope he finishes his investigation soon because... Quite frankly, I'd like to get out of here. I can well imagine people becoming unhinged in this place. Right now, I find myself pretty jumpy. Too I'm much caffeine. Brave, am I? He's lay off the jolt. This room down here that does it, this, this darned old house, it's, it's a very, I mean, you know, the atmosphere, it's so very... I wish only to make this hurried report before continuing with the investigation in this room. 
I have carefully sounded out all the parts in this room, and the emanations are most strong from what appears to be a closet. You mean a bathroom. Now standing. As soon as I open the door to this closet, I will have, I think, a thing of great interest to communicate. I find no key to the lock, and so I will attempt to remove the hinges with my penknife, and I will tell you what I find when I open it. I'll tell you what it would cost to get me to open that door. Nonsense. There's that bat again. It seems to... It's a Louisville it. slugger. It keeps, each, each time it passes, it touches my face or my <laughs> neck with its wings. <laughs> Smelly things, bats. I don't suppose they bathe very often, if at all. I wonder how... Get away, you bat! That bat'll be the death of me. Acting... It's like a jingle, isn't it? Battle be the death of me, the death of me, the death of me. Battle be the death of me. It isn't far from... It's tricky to rock a rom Because it's come down to Q in lilac time. What's he talking about? He's high. It isn't far... I haven't thought of that since I was a kid in grammar school. See, I had a lonely childhood when you come right down to it. Too much info, pal. Oh, that's my affair, isn't it? Yes, it is. It certainly is. I have succeeded in removing the hinges to the door, and I find inside it is not a closet, but much larger. It is, I think, a dressing room. I have not yet been inside, but I am about to enter. To get some dressing. Uh, what was I talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, bats. Well, the bat flying back and forth in this room is... Uh-oh, Gary dropped his guitar again. Did, did you hear it? Dr. Reed must have knocked something over in the dressing room. A chair, a chair, yeah, a heavy chair by the sound no, of it. No, it was a guitar. It's Les Paul. Must have fallen right, right over my Nobody head. drops the guitar like no. Gary. I, I, I can see a small stain forming right on the ceiling, right, right over my head. <gasps> Something ran across my foot just there. A rat, I think it was. I've I think it was a rat. rat. <laughs> do, of course. That stain up there bothers me. It, it's gotten so big so soon. I think I'll take a chance and bother Reed and ask him what it is. Dr. Reed. Reed, can you hear me? Are you all right? Hello? Can you hear me now? Well, he didn't answer. I, I, I think he's just a little bit deaf. I think so. What do you suppose he's found, huh? I'm afraid this is rather dull for you listeners. I, I'm not finding it so, of course. Choking on a churro. There. Hey, I, I heard him cough. Did you hear that cough? I hope he's all right. He's, he, he got out of a sick bed to come here this evening, you know. He was gassed in the First World War, and this place is beginning to get on my nerves a wee bit. Just a teensy-weensy bit. <laughs> he's insane. Reed, speaking, I... Hello? He switched off. That's the bad cough he's got. I feel so lonely. He must be at the Heartbreak oh, Hotel. Not so much, much now, of course, but when I was younger, I was alone so much of the time, you know, struggling to get ahead, living in a hall bedroom, wondering where my next meal is coming from. I get the blues just remembering it. Seem sad, young people having to spend so much time alone. Sad for old people, too, of course. I'm saying of course a lot. He's lost I it. Am. That stain on the ceiling, it's grown amazingly. It, it, it's actually beginning to drip. I mean, form bubbles. I bet he spilled the dipping sauce for the churros. Colored bubbles, they seem to be. Odd-shaped stain, like a, a, a body lying on its back with its arms stretched out. <laughs> it's cheerful. How interesting. Uh, it's a lot of bubbles. I certainly advise Mr. Yeah. McDonald to have this place pulled down. I'll go upstairs in a minute or two to see how Dr. Reed's making out. You know, listeners, I, I really believe I'd go completely crazy if I had to stay here much longer. I think you already have. Exactly Smiley. It wears you down. It's so close and musty in here. I feel sort of trapped. <laughs> Don't know why I said that. That's, that's what they call this place, you know, the death trap. There, what did I tell you? That stain started to drip drops. Drip drops. Drip drops. Drip drops. Drip. I'll catch the next one in my hand. Let's <laughs> Reed! Dr. Reed! <laughs> 
never heard someone so upset about Mexican food. Now, listeners, I'm, I'm afraid something has happened to Dr. Reed. I'm not kidding. Now. I mean, this is on the level. Which room could it be now? Right? Le no, right, right. This is it, I think. Well, <laughs> oh, evening, gentlemen. And, and madam? Lady Gaga? I'm so glad to see you. I, I, I was just aching to see somebody. Anybody. I, I've been so lonely down there. You're making me so lonely. Uh, what have you done with the doctor, huh? I know, I know he's been hurt. See the color of the bubble on my hand? What have you done with him? Make way, please, gentlemen, make way. Well, <laughs> this isn't the, the funniest darn thing. <laughs> this can't be Dr. Reed here. He didn't have a red beard. <gasps> they hurt Santa. Well, don't, don't crowd me, please. Huh? You want me to go where with you? You want me to do what? Speak up, gentlemen. To the cliffs. Down to the cliffs? You mean right now? <laughs> well, all right, if you'll come with me. I don't want to be alone anymore. You will come with me? All of you? All four of you? You too, ma'am? Oh, good. Come on, then. To the cliffs. To the cliffs. To the cliffs. <laughs> to the cliffs. <laughs> Turn to the cliffs. He jumped over the cliff. He jumped over the cliff, McDonald. He jumped over... Mr. McDonald, Mr. Thorpe, you may come in to see Dr. Reed now. Hello, nurse. Hello. Dr. Reed is conscious. You may see him now. Is, is he able to talk? Just for a few minutes. But he'll never in play here. the violin again. Come in. Come in, gentlemen. How are you, Dr. Reed? We've been waiting to see you. Yes, and I must apologize, gentlemen. I had a most unfortunate accident. Hemorrhage. Hemorrhoid? Hemorrhoid accident? Yes. My lungs, you know. No, gentlemen. Hemorrhage? Dr. Reed, what happened in that house? What happened to Smith? Well, he's apparently cliff diving. Playback of the recordings you made out there. Smith? Well, isn't he with you? We've just heard the recording, Dr. Reed. Smith jumped over the cliff into the ocean. Oh, that poor boy. Well, more churros for me. Will you please tell us what happened? We heard on the recording there were ghosts in that house. Ghosts? I didn't see any ghosts. I ain't afraid of no ghost. What about him? If he went over the cliff, it was fear that drove him over. But Gentlemen, I... I didn't see any ghosts. As for that unfortunate young man, who can say now what he saw? Or thought he saw? Mm, had to be Lady Gaga. She's quite the apparition. I think this is a Gaga song, isn't it? My poker face, poker face. Wisecracks Radio Hour is written and produced by Aaron Lindsay and Sean Rourke. Dr. Charlie is played by Aaron Lindsay. Dr. Wagner is played by Sean Rourke. Mr. Brumbles is played by Craig Underhill. And I'm your announcer, Lori Lindsay. Please connect with us on social media. Our Twitter handle and Facebook ID is Wisecracks Radio. Our website is wisecracksradio.com. Thanks for listening and tune in next week for another exciting episode. Please review us wherever you find your podcasts.
Darn it. <laughs>